you're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Welcome back, everyone, to the podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. You know, I'm constantly amazed at how far you can go in this business without a formal education. It's really the only industry in the world that I know of that you can start at the absolute bottom and make it all the way to the top. You can build an empire. Anything is possible, again, without a college degree. Let me give you a case in point. Go back in time, 25 years ago, I started my first restaurant. Well, my very first employee was a 15-year-old dishwasher, okay? And I could just tell back then that he had a passion for the business and he was really eager to learn. Well, within three weeks, he was closing the restaurant for me several nights a week. He was sending the credit card batch. He was always eager to take on more responsibility. Well, he stayed with me for 15 years in my restaurant and he actually became the kitchen manager of several of my properties. He was fantastic. I taught him as much as I could uh, that I knew about the business and then he went on to own his own own restaurant. Pretty incredible. Like, where else can that happen? So I'm really excited about today's episode because I'm speaking with Ms. Amy Salzman, and she is the director of the ProStart program for the National Restaurant Association Educational Foundation. If you haven't heard of ProStart, it's an incredible program that teaches young leaders for the industry culinary skills as well as management skills. It's really amazing. So stay tuned to the episode. Looking forward to bringing it to you. You know, there are a thousand details to run a restaurant, and it pays to let the pros handle the critical elements of your business. When I ran restaurants, having a specialized payroll company was absolutely essential, and it gave me peace of mind. Well, thanks to Square Payroll, your restaurant can focus on taking care of business without worrying about all the fine details of payroll. With just a few clicks, you can pay W-2 employees and contractors. You can seamlessly import time data without ever adding hours manually. Yes, Square even has an app for that. They can even calculate and pay credit card tips. Square handles all payroll withholding, payments, and filing at no additional cost. Best of all, pricing is fair and flexible and scales with your business. It's just $29 per month plus $5 per month per employee. Benefits like health insurance, 401k, workers' comp, and pre-tax spending are also available. Go to square.com forward slash go forward slash rockstar and get three free months of Square Payroll. Again, get three free months of Square Payroll at square.com forward slash go forward slash rockstar. Check it out. Now, on with the episode. Welcome back, everyone, to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Really glad you're here. These are impactful topics that will help restaurants build their brands, rock their profits, deliver amazing guest service experiences. I'm really excited about this episode because restaurants across the country are struggling with the labor shortage. Everyone seems to be having a really hard time finding and keeping a great staff. And my guest today, Ms. Amy Saltzman, is the director of the National Restaurant Association Educational Foundation, specifically the Pro Start program. Welcome to the show, Amy. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. 
Well, we're going to get into all the ins and outs of, you know, what ProStart is really all about and how, you know, the NRA is really helping build the industry and, you know, seed the future with really qualified professional people that have a passion for the business and they're well-trained. It's a really exciting program. I've witnessed it firsthand at the show in Chicago year after year. Super exciting stuff that you're doing. So first of all, kudos to everyone involved with ProStart. I think it's a tremendous program. But I always start by asking my guests how they first got into the hospitality industry or space. And you must have a unique story of your own. Want to share? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question to ask. You know, they say one in three people working got their start in the restaurant industry. And I'm definitely one of those one. Um, I worked at a deli actually here in Washington, D.C. when I was going to college at George Washington University. Um, It really gave me that hands-on experience and that opportunity to see just what people working in the restaurant industry see on a day-to-day basis. Um, And then in terms of coming to work for the foundation, I actually worked for the association previously, left for a period of time, and then realized I just missed it so much that I had to come back and join. And the ProStart director position came available, and I thought, gosh, what a great opportunity to really make a difference We're so mission-driven here that I couldn't say no. Well, interestingly, I've been very, very involved in my state restaurant association for many, many years. Uh, I used to serve on the board of directors before I moved to the state of Idaho. And I went to an industry summit recently, and you could bear out some of these statistics, but I heard at this particular summit that the average tenure of a typical new restaurant employee can be just four months. And that means that every time you hire one of those you know, people and you get them up to speed in the job and then you lose them for a variety of reasons and then you retrain them, restaurants could be losing anywhere from three to $4,000 for every one of those people in lost time, lost productivity, money, all of those things. And then recently, another statistic about how many unfilled jobs are in the hospitality industry right now is approaching 1 million. Is that correct? That is correct. It's, it's just shy of 1 million open positions right now. Wow. So it really is a chronic problem and it's a real challenge. And I know that right now we're working on a special uh, initiative in our restaurant association that's an apprentice program, but the National Restaurant Association Educational Foundation has something called ProStart. So will you tell us first what the Educational Foundation's mission is and then get into some detail about the ProStart program? Of course. So the mission of the NRA EF is to attract, empower, and advance the next generation of restaurant workers and hospitality workers, I should say, too. So something we're all very passionate about when you think about what it takes to not just bring on those new workers, but train them, make sure that they're getting the the skills that they need, the training that they need, and then seeing them advance through the industry. And that's, I also think, the beauty of a program like ProStart because it feeds into that mission so strongly. ProStart is the foundation's longest running program and our largest program with about 150,000 students nationwide and just over 1,900 schools. And where ProStart comes in is it's hands-on learning. It's also classroom learning. And it gives the students, the high school students going through this program, the opportunity to truly see what the restaurant industry can offer them by way of future career pathways, current learning opportunities, chances to connect with industry. A ProStart student, and I think this really helps with that recruiting and retaining high-quality employees, 
a ProStart student graduates the program knowing so much more than the average person coming in off the street just looking for a job. It's competency-based, so they've got all sorts of skills related to the, the food service industry, employability skills like being on time, customer service, how to serve people. Um, it's not just learning how to chop and, and learning how to prep, but it's it's all of it. It's a very holistic program. And I agree, you know, the number one issue facing restaurateurs today is recruiting and retaining those high-quality employees, and, and ProStart is absolutely perfect for that. So you have schools in all 50 states that are participating in the program. How is it sort of marketed to students who may have absolutely zero you know, exposure to cooking or in the kitchen, but they suddenly see a program and they say, hey, I might be interested in that. Is it open to anyone or do you need some sort of prior experience? It's open to anyone, which is also a really great part of the program. We take in, it's mostly juniors and seniors, but some schools do it starting as early as freshman year. Um, and it gives them a complete education when it comes to the industry. So you can go in with no experience whatsoever. And I guarantee you by the end of the program, you're going to know so much more. And so in terms of marketing, um, every state does it a little differently, of course. Um, right. and states are responsible for bringing the programs on board. But really, it's billed as an opportunity for a career pathway and exploration. And the sky is truly the limit with a program like ProStart. You can go in and become the sous chef, the executive chef, or you could go in and become the restaurant manager, the restaurant owner. You're learning all of those skill sets. And so depending on what you want to do, go, go do it. You know, this is probably the only industry that I'm aware of, and I've worked in a lot of different industries in my career over the years, but this is probably the only industry where someone can start off with no formal education. You can start off in the dish pit at age 15, like I did at a country club in Massachusetts, literally go on to work your way up through the restaurant, get on-the-job training, in addition to the school's program as well. And like you said, you can take it as far as you want. You can be an executive chef in a famous restaurant. You can travel the world. You can start your own restaurants. It's, it's really amazing. Um, I was able, as an employer, I had four different restaurants over 20 years that I started from scratch. And I remember one of the most inspiring stories was my very first employee, who was 15 years old, was a dishwasher. And within three weeks, this person took so much initiative, he was closing the restaurant for us three nights a week, sending the credit card batch. And then he wanted to learn as much as he could about everything. And he was with me, I would say, about 15 years. And then 15 years later, at age 30, he went and purchased his own restaurant with no formal education. So it's amazing that that opportunity is available to young people today. But it's even more impactful that they can be exposed to it in high school and then find a passion, find a career path, and then they can take it as far as they want to go. So again, I'm really, really impressed with the program. Let's talk about uh, the schools that, that sponsor ProStart. They need to have a certain um, quality of kitchen so that they can you know, expose their, their students to the cooking skills. What happens? Do they go to outside facilities if the, if the school doesn't have a kitchen? How does that work? The truth is that we have a bunch of programs that actually exist with two butane burners and all of the associated equipment that goes with it. And right. it ranges from that 
all the way up to a full commercial kitchen. So you can learn ProStart, the hands-on piece of it in a variety of ways. For those schools who truly don't have the space, a lot of them do partner with um, local commercial kitchens or with some post-secondary institutions nearby. So if they have a community college or another university nearby that has a, a culinary program, a lot of those schools will take the students and travel or they go to a technical center. So for example, we're starting up a program in Norfolk, Virginia, where it's five high schools feeding into one tech center and the students come there at different times of the week so they can get that experience in the kitchen that they don't actually have in their classroom. And I've seen that kitchen. It's, it's incredible. And they have everything that you would ever need. I think most chefs would be really impressed by what they have in a high school setting. That is outstanding. But you did mention the key point of having some schools that have just the two butane burners. And that is part of the ProStart competition, isn't it? Let's yep, talk about that, right. you know, because yeah. those, those students probably have the home field advantage because they're already used to cooking with, okay, we're going to give you two burners and you've got 60 minutes to create something amazing. We're going to throw some, you know, random ingredients at you and you have to come up with creativity, right? But it's more than that. Why don't you tell us about the competitions and how they work? Yeah, absolutely. So you just touched on the culinary side of the competition. So we'll talk about that part first. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. You know, students work so hard all year round to create their menus, what they think is going to impress. It's all student driven. It's not at all educator driven. They decide what they want to present. The educators will help guide the process, but they'll submit it to us. And then they come on site at the National Pro Start Invitational. These are the winners from their states. Every state has a state competition first. They come to nationals And in 60 minutes, no access to running water, no access to electricity, two butane burners is literally all we give them. And they have to do three courses. So they have to do an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. And when I tell you, these students bring it like nothing else I've ever seen. My first National Pro Start Invitational, I sort of thought, what is this really going to be like? And I was blown away by the creativity, the inventiveness, the teamwork. You know, these are juniors and seniors in high school working together like the most seasoned line you have ever seen. And judges will judge them on a variety of rubrics. So everything from nice skills to um, cleanliness and mise en place. Um, They do talk about taste. They talk about presentation. And something really impressive we saw this year, um, the winning national culinary team from Texas had the shop team at their high school build them an oven to go over the burners. So we didn't give them any additional equipment, but they had this small oven so that they could create something truly spectacular. So that was innovation. Was that actually allowed where they were able to do that? Yep. That's allowed. Last year we had students um, making ice cream in a coffee can. So they're cooking And someone is rolling a coffee can under the table with their foot. So we don't prohibit additional things like that. In fact, we love to see that kind of creativity. That's amazing. Yep. Well, that's true. You know, that's very inspiring. And it clearly demonstrates the passion that some of these kids have for it. So let's jump over to the other side, the the hospitality management or the restaurant management side of things as well. Does every ProStart program offer both paths, depending on what you're interested in? They should, absolutely. And most of them do. 
um, the beauty of the management program, we know so many students want to go off and be the executive chef. They want to open their own restaurant. Mm -hmm. But the truth is what we hear from our restaurant partners is that there's a far greater need right now on the management side of things. And so when you think about a program like ProStart, granting them that knowledge, helping them to understand the skills that they need when it comes to ordering food, when it comes to supply chain and those related items, when it comes to staffing a restaurant, marketing for a restaurant. I mean, we have ProStart students who for the management side of competition do a SWOT analysis. And I have to tell you, I think that's something that a lot of adults struggle with. And we've got 16, 17 and 18 year olds presenting SWOT analyses to judges from the industry. And it's just, it's equally as mind blowing to me as the culinary side of the competition. So these management students have to put together their own unique management concept, a brand new restaurant that is based on some key parameters that we give them. So we tell them about Pro Startville, what the population is, um, the, the types of folks who live there, the average income, and then they have to give us a brand new restaurant concept that fits within those parameters. Is it a food truck? Is it an airport restaurant? Is it a standalone quick service, fine dining? And it, Again, they also get judged on a series of rubrics having to do with marketing and menu costing. They're judged by members of industry, and it's equally impressive. That SWOT analysis really strikes a chord with me. Uh, you know, I went to business school, and we did them all the time in a variety of businesses, and I obviously needed to include them in business plans when I was starting my own restaurants, of course. Yeah. That is definitely a life skill, as is costing out menus. Do the culinary side of things, do those students also learn the, the essential food costing skills, not just? They do. They, yep. They have to give us as part of their presentation, they give us a physical presentation document and there is menu costing in there. And that costing is judged. It's judged on both sides, management and culinary as well. Do they have to reach a certain food cost percentage or the sky's the limit? A certain, really? if, if they go too over, that gets questioned. And okay. so someone will ask, you know, what was the reason? Because there is right. always opportunity for feedback. And so in the management piece, for example, if you've put together a quick service restaurant and your margin is just way too high for cost of the item versus the actual price of the item, you mm -hmm. could get dinged for that. You're going to have a judge ask you, you know, why such a difference? Is it an assumption of, you know, is it supply versus demand? What's the thought on, on um, or is it such an innovative concept that you think people are willing to pay for it? So the students have to defend their work. I'm really impressed hearing this because yeah. that is such a critical component of restaurants. And there are so many restaurants out there that can't answer these questions in their, in their own restaurants, you know, and they could certainly use this type of help. So it's great that you're educating the, you know, the management and the culinarians on those sides of things. It's critically important. The, the critical pricing yeah. of your menu items, as well as, you know, what it costs to put it in front, put that dish in front of the customer and all those things and that critical balance and profitability versus value and all those things. And, and your students are judged on it. That's tremendous. Yeah. In fact, there's a whole section of the management judging that is based on critical thinking. Mm -hmm. And it's critical thinking when it comes to operations and human resources. And we separate it out so that students have an opportunity to defend not just the pricing, but, you know, why did you decide to, you know, why do you think you need this many people working in your restaurant? Or, you know, what is the reasoning behind having an office as large as it is for this size of a restaurant? You know, they really have to defend 
and explain all the work that they're putting into this presentation. Right. Let me pause you just for one second. Amy, let me ask you this question about the program and employers out there that might be needing staff. Is there a bridge between ProStart and the work world out there where, you know, employers have a need for these trained students and they're about to graduate from high school and then suddenly we can connect the dots? Yep, absolutely. So that comes into play with our fantastic State Restaurant Association partners. Um, they have the best connection to the programs at the high school level, at the state level. Mm. And so a lot of times what happens is we get outreach from a member of industry who's like, I have this need to hire students, you know, as they're getting ready to graduate, we can even hire age 16 and up. We'd really love to bring some of your ProStart students on board. What do we do? And the first step is putting them in touch with the state coordinator. Every state that participates in ProStart has somebody on the ground facilitating the program. They are the best connection to those 1900 high schools around the country and overseas as well. Um, so we always put members of industry in touch with them. And a lot of times we've been able to facilitate some really great working relationships, not just um, full-time hires, but internships as well. And a program like ProStart, students are expected if they're going towards what's called their certificate of achievement, they're mm -hmm. expected to earn a minimum of 400 working hours. It can be paid or unpaid. Obviously, we love when it's paid, but oh, yes, of course take the work experience wherever they can get it. And so that connection to industry is vital. And what we find is you're getting them in the door while they're still in high school. They're much more likely to want to work with you once they graduate. Of course. Let me ask you, um, let's shift gears a little bit. There's a term out there, new collar jobs versus blue collar, white collar. Now it's new collar. Can you define that concept and what it means and why it's important to these students? Yep, absolutely. So a new collar job is somewhere in between blue collar and white collar where students graduating high school are recognizing that there's an opportunity for careers out there that do require specialized training, but may not require post-secondary education. Mm -hmm. So student debt right now, as we know, the levels of student debt are at an all-time high. I believe they surpass all other levels of household debt at this time. And so a new collar position allows a student who has received technical training to go off into the workforce prepared and again, we talked about earlier those career pathway opportunities. You know, the restaurant industry is primed to offer new collar students those opportunities in the working world. Perfect. How about success stories? There must be many. Uh, pro start winners, do they go on to really illustrious jobs out there and then they keep in touch with the National Restaurant Association? I mean, this is clearly the age of the restaurant chef being the rock star and celebrity chefs have so elevated this industry and there's so many cooking shows surrounding these celebrity chefs and I'm sure many of them started out with ProStart. Am I correct in thinking yep, that? Yeah, you're absolutely correct. We have some ProStart graduates in some of the finest restaurants in the country. We know Blue Hill at Stone Barns in New York has some ProStart graduates, Alinea in Chicago. Chef Maxell Hardy is another chef big in Detroit. He's really helping to revitalize the downtown Detroit area with restaurants, and he's a ProStart graduate. He's also a scholarship recipient, I believe, from the Michigan Restaurant and Lodging Association. Really one of our, our great success stories. We're actually hoping to have him next year at the ProStart Invitational to speak to our students about his career pathway and how he achieves success through ProStart. 
Okay, let's go back to the hospitality management side of things. Did I, maybe you mentioned this, but are there are there specific competitions on the management side as well besides the culinary side? Yep. So the management component that's at national and at the state level, that's where the students have to create those brand new management concepts based on Pro Start Bill. So yes, they they compete. Yep. And a state can't do just culinary. They have to send a management and a culinary team. Now, what about besides the classroom and besides, you know, the formal education they're getting, there's also guest speakers and you take them, you know, into the workforce and they see, you know, live restaurants in action. I mean, is it like a field trip that other students would be going on, but this is so career focused and directed? Does that happen as well? It does happen. A lot of times we'll get guest speakers in the high schools based on those connections from industry really great opportunity for speakers, not just from restaurants, but from hotels, from convention centers, really any part of the hospitality industry. They'll come in, they'll talk about their experiences in the workforce, they'll talk about what it takes, how they got to that place. And then really where it comes to life is students having the opportunity to go visit those guest speakers at their place of employment. So um, we have a partnership happening right now with Marriott International in five states where students in the high schools are partnering with Marriott properties that are local to them. And so Marriott professionals are coming to the high schools. But not only that, those students are also going to the hotels to see what food service is like there. And it's a variety of of, um, of properties. So in Denver, I know it's a Ritz-Carlton, for example. I believe in Texas, it's a Gaylord. So really having that opportunity to see the, the whole spectrum of the industry. Before you make a selection, because, you know, it's, it's an interesting point you're making. Our state restaurant association merged with the lodging association a few years back, and now it's just called Hospitality Maine, and it encompasses both sides, both the restaurant industry and the, you know, the hotel and lodging industry as well. But I mean, it's a tremendous choice for someone to make. Do I want want to work in a hotel in hospitality? Do I want to work in a hotel restaurant? Do I work in, you know, an independent restaurant? Do I want to start my own food truck? The choices are just endless. That's correct. There's so many. I like to think of it as choose your own adventure. (laughs) Right? Oh, yeah. The sky's the limit. The world is your oyster. (laughs) That's right. And they're all delicious. (laughs) Yes, they are. So let me ask, are there new schools that are entering the program all the time? And does the National Restaurant Association Educational Foundation seek out new schools? Do schools contact NRAEF? I mean, how does that work? So there are new schools joining all the time. We just helped three new schools come on board this past week, which is always exciting to see more schools opt in for this program. Sometimes they'll contact us. Sometimes they'll go directly to their state restaurant association partners because they know that's the first place to go when they want to join. But yeah, we grew over 100 schools from last year to this year's school year. So really great when you think for a long time, the program, when it was so new, you know, the, the growth was a little slower and then it just, it just took off. Well, this is really great news for the industry as a whole and the students. I mean, it's just a win-win all the way around. How long has ProStart, you know, been operating? I mean, does it go back uh, decades or when did it first start? It, did, it does. It started about 30 years ago with a grant from the federal government, believe it or not. And we yeah. were in, I believe, six schools at the time. So we've grown from six schools to 1,900 schools. That's amazing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
Let's talk about some of the competitions a little bit more. So did they, they have to qualify within a state to move on to a regional competition and then it goes national? I mean, how does that whole thing come together? So some states do regionals because their state might be so very large that they need to satisfy folks on the east or the west or the north or the south. I'll think about um, Texas, for example, has regional competitions and the teams that win there then qualify for the state competition. And then the top culinary and management team at the state level then qualifies for nationals. Okay. And do the nationals take place in different locations every year? Is it always the same location? So for the next three years in this past year, it's going to be right here in our backyard in Washington, D.C. Wow. Now, like I said, you know, visiting the National Restaurant Association show in Chicago, and and I have to encourage every restaurateur, hotel operator, anyone who's in the business has to go to that show. It is just monumental, and I can't describe how much is there and how long it takes to see it all. And McCormick (laughs) Place is just, you know, over-the-top huge. But I did remember, you know, seeing these students putting meals together and we were actually tasting these dishes multiple years in a row. Are those contest winners that are actually invited to the show to cook for, you know, for the attendees? We tend to go um, local with states that are surrounding Chicago just so that travel's a little bit easier. That makes Um, sense. Given the time of year, it's usually so close to graduation, it's kind of hard to get students from all over the country to travel. But um, this year, for the first time in a number of years, we had students doing demonstrations at the booth, at the National Restaurant Association booth. And they put together, in a short period of time, again, with very minimal... Right, um, right tools for them to use some really impressive meals. And then of course, we've got students at other booths where members of industry might have connections to a specific school. And so they invite those students to come help staff their booth as well. Yeah, the food, I mean, the presentations have wow factor and the flavor profiles were amazing. And I remember everyone is just raving about the food in a place where literally you're walking through thousands of booths and you can get food everywhere, but the food really stands out. I mean, these yeah, are just- it does. What, what these students learn, it goes way beyond just learning to dice and chop and saute. It, it is, it's about presentation and flavor profiles and for the competitive students, it can't just be three disparate dishes. Their appetizer and their entree and their dessert have to flow together. And so you see menus that are presented that are just beautifully harmonious. And honestly, it's not something you always see in a restaurant. So it's great to see the next generation coming up and putting together those types of menus. Now, here's an interesting question, and I, I just thought of this at the moment, and a lot of these kids, of course, are underage, but do they ever learn the different varietals of wines that might pair with these foods? Because ultimately, down the road, if they're working in, in restaurant situations, they're going to be exposed to this. They're going to have to pair wine with foods, and, and even beers. I mean, it's become, you know, uh, alcoholic beverages do complement meals when people dine out. I mean, is that a part of the program at all? Or do they learn anything about the basics of beer and wine? Yep, they can learn about that at their schools. A lot of times it depends on what their state regulations are. And some states steer clear of alcohol in any dish whatsoever. And some Mm -hmm. states are are welcome to having alcohol in the dishes for a variety of reasons. So, Mm -hmm. you know, most of our students going through the program are also Serve Safe certified. So that key industry certification. So there is 
um, there is some experience there with, with alcohol as well. So they're arriving at restaurants when they graduate and they already have their serve safe certificate. And they also have a very good understanding of safe food handling practices, which is as important as anything else they're learning. Yep, that's correct. I mean, a ProStart student walking in your door is just, is ready to work, is excited to work and really knows what they're doing. And you wish you could have 10 more of those people, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Is there anything we've missed? Anything else you'd like to share about the program or the National Restaurant Association in general, Amy? Yeah, just that um, we're always so passionate about this program and we're happy to talk to others about the beauty of ProStart as well as our other programs. You know, I know we focus today about ProStart, but we have a very robust scholarship program. Um, our apprenticeship program is taking off as is restaurant ready, which is opportunity youth age 16 to 24, looking to gain employability skills. They're outside of school, they're outside of work, and we're helping them get their first job and their feet under them. And we also have, um, we're getting our military programs off the ground. So not just members of the military transitioning out into the working world, but also military spouses as well. You know, those spouses who might travel around how do they get skills that they can then take with them if they haven't been employed previously? So there's so many different opportunities to connect with the foundation. And I would just really encourage anybody watching or listening to this podcast to connect with us because, you know, we're, we're all about this, this incredible opportunity for anybody to join the industry. And as we talked about before, there's a real need. There absolutely is. I mean, that's the foundation of, of this whole issue right here is the need. And you're certainly filling the need. But again, the statistics are staggering. There's so many unfilled jobs out there. And unfortunately, that just affects the end customer's experience in, yeah. in so many ways. And I, I do know in my own work in consulting with restaurants that, you know, so many are facing that challenge and they're just trying to put out a great product and serve their customer with great service. And that's somewhat compromised by not finding and keeping a great staff. So thank you so much for appearing on the podcast. We learned so much and ProStart is such a wonderful program. And again, you're in, it must be so gratifying for you to have the position and to watch all of this unfold and to see the impact you're making on this industry that represents billions of dollars to the U.S. economy. It does. I mean, we get letters all the time from scholarship recipients, from ProStart students who are also scholarship recipients, attendees and participants at the National ProStart Invitational, just how much this program meant to them and continues to mean to them. We had a student's parent who sent us a letter this year after the Invitational saying her team didn't place and she was crying after the Invitational awards were announced, not because her team didn't place, but because she recognized that her time with ProStart was coming to a close just how, meant, how much that program meant to her, she didn't want to lose that feeling. So we get letters like that pretty frequently, and they're hanging in the office. They make us really proud to do the work we do. No question about it. I mean, that word passion keeps coming up, and it's clearly evident in speaking with you that you have that passion for sharing and for helping you know, lead the industry forward in all of your efforts. But yeah, I can totally see how gratifying it would be to just continue this wonderful program called ProStart. Yep. We're happy to do it. Well, it's been my pleasure having you on the podcast, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a wonderful experience. 
That was the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Again, folks, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Well, guys, I'm hoping that this episode was really food for thought and showing you that there are so many opportunities out there, not only for young people to learn and grow in this industry, but for you to find a new source of staff. It's no secret that unemployment is super low right now. Everyone's struggling with finding and keeping a great staff. Well, here's just one resource that is so locally available. Why not reach out to your local high schools and see if they have a ProStart program and see if you can make some connections with either current or former ProStart students. I mean, these people are dedicated, they're professional, and they've learned amazing skills along the way, and they're sure to benefit your restaurant. I'm really excited. You know, we just launched a brand new website, and we have, in addition to the podcast and the blog pages and lots of free resources, we also have our Restaurant Rockstars Academy. So if you have any pain points, whether that's the financial side of the business, the management side of the business, or starting your own restaurant, check out the Restaurant Rockstars Academy. We have different levels of membership depending on what your needs are, and we are sure to help you transform your operation and move it to the next level. If you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review on iTunes. It'll help other owners and managers find us. And if you have any ideas for an episode that you'd like to hear about, either a company that's offering something that you've heard about but you want to learn more, or, you know, a guest that you think would be really amazing that you might learn from, drop me a line. My email, R-O-G-E-R at restaurantrockstars.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. For lots of great resources, head over to restaurantrockstars.com. See you next time.